Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. It's time to go one-on-one with DP. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, here is your host, Derek Pearson. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. You know, when you hear cult of personality by living color that I'm on one. <laughs> well, it's good to be back. It's going to be back on air trying to play catch up on a lot of different things at the same time. And of course, trying to keep it moving forward and up because that's where all the good things are. <laughs> I appreciate uh you folks hanging out at six o'clock on a weeknight. And um, just so you know that over the course of uh, going forward, that I'd like to bring one-on-one back. Matter of fact, well, I don't really have a boss. So if we want to bring it back, bring it back. But the idea is to find a partner. Uh, the folks from Mary Ellen's has, have other obligations and things so I'll, I'll need to find a partner for this. I'll need to find a, a corporate, a local corporate sponsor. And uh, Austin Norman, thank you for hanging out and, and making sure this gets up and going. Gladly, um, you'll be my, my first one on one. Yeah, you'll be you'll be the sounding board for these long diatribe driven hours. <laughs> and they're so it's so insane um, that each and every day at six o'clock there'll be a different direction, a different vibe, a different mood, different topics. Um, some days we will spend it laughing, some we'll spend it crying, some we will uh, try to make things better, and all of them we will be considerate of uh, the good things in the world and what's going on. So 402-464-5685 is the Sarda Haber text line. If you want to be a part of this hour and you have something to say, something, um, this would be a really good day to ask questions. And here's what I'll promise you. Here's what I promise you. Um, through through my, my time here in Lincoln, uh, especially on one-on-one, I lead with this. Do I have your permission to tell you the truth? And that once that's done, then we can begin having some meaningful conversations. And if it ever gets to the point where you you don't feel like the truth is being spoken, then the GPS comes on and we get to say, hey, it appears that we have gone away from truth. The other thing is be positive, be nice, be kind, 
and be authentic, be you. And so you know, say things like what I tell people constantly is that I will never say a thing about anybody in public that I wouldn't say to them in private, face-to-face, or even in a closet with no lights on. <laughs> because there's, 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 there's a whole lot of falseness in conversation. There's a whole lot of fake in conversation. There's uh, that, that access provides people some false sense of the right to just say anything to anybody at any time without retribution, without responsibility and and talking about sports and i say this about sports is that sports is a wonderful vehicle for conversation and it's a great mirror to our humanity (laughs) i like that if you want to know what's going on in the world pay attention to sports sports will tell you um what's going on and whether you like it or not (laughs) is entirely up to you you don't have to always like uh what what the world is saying then you can get a choice to either do something about it in a positive way or not and one of my mentors gave me a thing saying that nature abhors a vacuum that we all have uh individual and shared vacuums that exist and you can either put something good in the vacuum and it will occupy the vacuum or you can wait and let nature decide what's going to be in your vacuum (laughs) and nature has a sense of humor (laughs) so if you don't put something good in the space space tends to giggle snort chuckle and throw something negative into your vacuum that will occupy you and your vacuum. And as a coach, uh, one of the signs that I had, no matter whether it was uh, a basketball locker room, football locker room, baseball locker room, whatever, what are you putting in our vacuum? What are you putting in our space? And the challenge was to each player and to each coach, put something good in the vacuum. Put something good in the vacuum. Like, what are you what are you putting in my soup? <laughs> like, whoa, 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 whoa! What are you putting in my soup? And there are players basketball. There's twelve players, and that means that there are twelve chefs cooking at the same time. And some are working hard at being efficient and productive, and some are just occupying space, and that affects everything. And most times in sports, whether it's a team or an organization, there are people who drive the vacuum and they're constantly pushing for good. That they want a standard that matches who they are and what they're about. And remember, coaches and administrators work in the space of their character, not in their knowledge. There's a difference. (laughs) There's a difference. So think of you as a boss or think of you as a partner in life. That you respond and work in your character. And that when you 
hear about great players. What they will tell you about Michael Jordan was that he worked at such a high ethical rate of accountability to himself and his teammates. Nobody ever said Michael doesn't work hard enough. Nobody ever said that Larry Bird didn't work hard enough. Nobody ever said that Duke basketball doesn't work hard. I've said that a time or two. In reality, right? Have have Duke at their Duke basketball at their worst has worked harder than 99.9% of the population that judges Duke basketball. <laughs> Like, I've never, even as a player and as, an, as a college athlete, I never worked as hard as Duke works in an ACC basketball game. Like, that's a fair thing, right? And that we get into standards. We get into standards. And what I hope we root for, that we, individually and collectively, what we root for represents us at our character level, right? So when somebody says, hey, I'm a fan of so-and-so, what that te- what, immediately what that says is you identify with so-and-so and they speak and act for you because you're wearing their colors, their names often, right? That, oh, oh, that's me. Like that, I'm a, yeah, I'm a, that's a me team right there is that fair in that you root for your community because that's a statement of you you root for non-community that i that you identify with that you'd like to be part of potentially and that you want to be a part that you want to be like is that fair so text line if i asked you to identify who you root for Right, because those are our superheroes. Those are our North Stars. Right? And then you know what you know until you know something else. So being a kid of, of Northern Virginia, what and I'm old enough that there was no direct TV, there was no uh cable TV, there was no nothing. Like you I listen to the old Washington senators on a transistor radio that barely worked some of the time. (laughs) Like, I'm old enough that I would go to my grandmother's house, and Austin, have you ever seen the console radio stereos? They sit on the floor. In the middle of it, there's a record player. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And then... These two huge speakers on the end, and then on top or at the bottom of the record player is the radio. Mm-hmm. Now, this is in the old wire antenna day. And if that wire got disconnected or it got old, you couldn't find a station. That's how we consumed baseball. Mm-hmm. Or football, because if you were in Washington, D.C., and there was one game on in the NFL, mind you, I'm old enough to where there was the NFL and the AFL, right? And you got one game 
on the NFL first. And then, so 1 o'clock, you got the NFC. You got the NFC. Mm -hmm. Usually, right, back then, you would get, and this is so weird now that I think about it, that Washington, Dallas, St. Louis. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. Philly. Were they the Rams or the Cardinals? They were the St. Louis Cardinals of the old Jim Hart, yeah. Mel Gray, uh, Terry Metcalf, Conrad Dobler. Uh, I totally know all those names. Right, you said. right, totally. right, 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 right. That that Jim Otis, Jackie Jackie Smith before he goes to the to the Dallas Cowboys and breaks hearts against. Either the Vikings, Packers, Lions, 49ers, Rams, Bears. Like it was, there was a smaller nucleus of teams. And you, you got what you got. You got one game. And it was the best game of the week. And if your team stunk, which Washington often did, you didn't get Washington's game, which is why they sold out every game, first of all, because you had to go. You had to go. You had to see the stink. You had to, the stink. Like you, hey man, you weren't Get in it. You couldn't dismiss. You couldn't disconnect <laughs> from it. But you would then go to the radio, and I can literally feel seven-year-old me sitting in front of my grandmother's stereo, listening to the call of Washington Redskins football against whoever. And if you felt froggy, you could get in a car and drive to Baltimore, right? And you'd get Johnny Unitas or Burt Jones or, right, Marty Domrez. Like, I'm that dude, right? Yeah, I remember him. So you knew the best teams and the worst teams. You missed a lot of in-between. We got our highlights. You ready for this? Late on me, DP. Oh, man. Oh, man. There was no ESPN. There was no ESPN, my friend. Mm-hmm. So you got a sports You got a sports highlight Sunday news at 11 o'clock at night that told you and showed you 15 seconds of every game. That's all Woo! you got. That's all you got. That's all we get on social media now anyways, DP. That, well, You're but, ahead of the game. But you but at least now <laughs> you get it right away. <laughs> Cuz there was no internet. There's no computer. <laughs> like you you sat in front of your eight Okay, so there was ABC, NBC, CBS and maybe and maybe a public broadcast hmm. channel. A PBS. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Four channels. This is before Fox. <laughs> this is before Fox. Yeah, I'm old. I'm I that like I'm I'm hearing that out loud. <laughs> that 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You you got that's what you got. And then you would get, so you got Jimmy the Greek, Brett Musburger, Jane Kennedy, or Phyllis George, depending on your era and your like. <laughs> Irv Cross. You're looking live. And that's how you knew you found out anything was that you would see in black and white a flash of each stadium with Brent Musburger telling you, you're looking live at Lambeau Field. You're looking live at RFK Stadium. That's all you got. That's all you knew of it, <laughs> right? And then the, the, the four of them, the three of them would sit there and talk for 30 minutes, and Jimmy the Greek would give you this board, and it's old school board, man, mm-hmm. of checks. Jimmy Greek, getting a check from Jimmy the Greek was the biggest thing you could imagine because he would go through and he say, okay, it's Washington and Dallas. He would have uh, quarterbacks, and he'd give a check to one of the two teams. Mm. So is it Sonny Jurgensen or Roger Staubach? Who gets the check? Who's playing better running game? You know, is it is it Tony Dorsett? Is it Calvin Hill or Larry Brown? Or, you know, Tony Dorsett or John Riggins? Uh, and the defense. answer is always John Riggins, right? No. No, because <laughs> Jimmy the Greek didn't like us like that. <laughs> and, and there was a lot of that. Like, just like you think, like today you go, oh, they, they don't like Nebraska. Yeah, we everywhere you lived, you thought that they didn't like your, you. They yeah. didn't like you and your people. And then finally he would come down and then, intangibles and he would always put intangibles at the bottom and that was usually the difference maker right Mm -hmm. just a gut feeling jimmy the greek would go you know what vikings and packers are are, are dead even the intangibles but grant check (laughs) it was then as it evolved you'd get that version, then at 3.30 or 2.30 here, you would get the kickoff on NBC of the AFL or the mm-hmm. AFC, was the AFL. And I remember uh, Jim Sims, Kurt Gowdy and Al DeRogatis. Now, Kurt Gowdy, I know. Let me tell you, Al DeRogatis was the smoothest, most buttery dude ever. Just crisp on the microphone. But they had, and then they, as Merlin Olson's career ended, he became the guy, and of course, you know, different evolutions of of the broadcast teams. Uh, before Madden, it was Tom Brookshire. It was Pat Summerall and Tom Brookshire. 
And the joke was, like, my, my uncles would talk about, well, how many beverages do you think they've had so far? <laughs> like, you, what, what, what are they doing? Like, what, what are they doing? Right? And you didn't realize that the other games weren't being broadcasted. They're being recorded. Mm-hmm. And radio is doing a call, but mm-hmm. you're not getting here comes the AFL. So the NFL was grinded, mud, out. Hey, we're just going to run the ball three yards with Kyle does. Uh, if you watched, I think the Packers, there were there were, there, there, were, there were weeks, consecutive weeks, where Bart Starr would throw 15 passes in a game. Right? And then Fran Tarkenton would come on and scramble, and you go, okay, at least there's that. Right? <laughs> at least there's that. Billy Kilmer. So imagine watching Bart Starr and Billy Kilmer where they throw 28 passes in a game. <laughs> and you, Okay. And then 4 o'clock would happen. And here comes the AFL with, if they ran it 14 times, it was a record breaker. Because <laughs> Daryl LaMonica, the Mad Bomber, mm-hmm. and Lenny Dawson were about to put in work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or John Hadle. Like if you got, ah, there if you we go. got, yeah, if you got the Chargers and Raiders, buckle up, forty-eight, <laughs> forty-seven. Let's get it. Bring it. Yeah, like let's get it. And you didn't know, like how many times Belichick and Branch with any version of the Chargers, Kellen Winslow, Charlie Joyner, mm. like it was just insanity. <laughs> it was ah, oh, Chef's kiss. It was beautiful. So then you, as a kid, you start to identify. Like, wait a minute. Like, I know I'm a D.C. guy, but I kind of like that points. <laughs> like, they're... Offense. <laughs> like, there are points. Fun. Right, like, there are points. And then you couldn't... It hit me, not at the first Super Bowl, but at Super Bowl three, Because back then, the Colts were in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And here comes... I'm going to throw it 40 times, Broadway Joe Namath, mm-hmm. with the white Pumas. This dude had white Pumas on. <laughs> I was like a quarterback, a white dude with white Pumas. I was like, oh, okay, now we're cooking. Like, he's going to throw it. Dude's chilling on the sideline. He's injured. He's sitting on the there's – the, there's the iconic picture of him sitting on the sideline in New York in a fur coat. Mm-hmm. Okay, Joe. Okay, Joe. Okay. You realized that the grinded out NFL wasn't for everybody. Some people, Iowa football. <laughs> right? 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 And then you think back in time because where was Nebraska in the college football pantheon of uh, this is a run it program? Mm-hmm. This is, right? Get the core. The, oh, like, Oh, we really ain't we really ain't trying to throw the ball. No, we uh, no, no. Like we it took a while for Nebraska to figure out what to do with Vince Ferragamo. Like it, like wait a minute. Hey, they bro. got there eventually. Like, hey bro, like wait a minute, pause, pump the brakes, pump the brakes. But the rest of the country, you're getting again, imagine you're getting I don't even remember ACC football being on TV as a kid. I know that Maryland was on because I recall seeing it. Also on that front, lefty. Yeah. Oh, oh we'll get to we, we'll okay. get to we'll okay. get to the left hander. We'll get to the left hander. 
But I don't remember. So you would get, and it wasn't the Southeast Conference, it was the Southwest Conference. Mm-hmm. And you would get like an Arkansas-Texas game. Mm-hmm. Rice. Would, right, you get. I don't ever remember seeing Rice on TV. Really? I really don't. I like you survived. I, I don't. Yeah, like I don't. Well, here's the thing: when they got the Super Bowl, they played it at Rice, mm-hmm. and by far the worst stadium a Super Bowl has ever been hosted at is Rice Rice Stadium. If you want to listen, there are high school fields currently in Nebraska for 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 eight man <laughs> that are better suited for Super Bowl than Rice Stadium, and it is a thing thing. Like, oh my goodness. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's so bad. But <laughs> you would you would get Notre Dame against somebody, right? Notre Dame being an independent could mm-hmm. get anybody. Um, I don't know what the middle of the country was getting because I think they had options. I think you had options. But D.C. always chose the biggest game. So didn't DC didn't care, mm-hmm. like it wasn't like Maryland could be playing Clemson and they didn't care if Nebraska was playing Oklahoma mm. or Nebraska was playing you know Missouri, Notre Dame USC yeah it's like, like whatever yeah. whatever whatever the game like so this is the thing though I never saw bad football mm. I never for all the old heads right. I don't think they can sit back and go, oh, that was a terrible stretch of football because you never saw the bad football. Mm-hmm. Here in the Midlands, you saw Nebraska run it up on people. But I'm pretty sure that every, I, I'll ask this. Text line to help me out. In the 70s, in the, in the Johnny Rogers, Jerry Taggy 70s, were all of those games on TV? Locally, I I don't know. So text line, help me out. Were those? Did you see every Huskers game growing up, or did you have to go to the stadium, or did you like? I I know you could go to the games, but were they on TV? I know they were on the radio, but I don't know if they were on TV. And that was the whole thing. Austin, you grew up in an era where all basketball games were available. Have you were all Husker games always available to you? Some of them were pay per view. Some had to of buy them the were box p- and everything. I remember that cable box. You actually, so you had the cable box, but you had to you had to buy specifically whatever network was doing Husker basketball. Most of them were on TV, but I remember a couple times picking up a box and a remote just to watch the Husker game. Where did you get the box from? I don't know. I do not know. You have I'm, to ask your mom. I will. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. yeah, basketball never had a problem. And is the same for baseball? I'm actually running into more problems with baseball now. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so all games were played at 1.30 at home. Only select games were on TV, and he says he's 43. Ohio Husker says he's he's 43 and only select games. Are you actually 43 or are you 43 in the way that Jay Foreman just had his 40th birthday yesterday? <laughs> he's 43 and he saw Jay Foreman. In, <laughs> <Yeah. right? laughs> 
he saw Jay Foreman in college. Uh, he was in class with Jay Foreman in college. Yeah, I mean, as it evolves, sports evolves. And we find different things that appeal to us. And so, yeah, Big Bird says all we had was the rabbit ears. Um, and most memories were Saturday sponsored by Philip 66. That's fantastic. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, it was Big 12 sponsored by Philip 66 or uh, Motel 6. You occasionally had, um, oh, what was the other one? <sighs> so usually it was a gas station, a hotel, and a restaurant. Yeah. Right? Like in most places. Philip 66, Motel 6, and... Like like Washington, it was National Bohemian Beer. Natty Bo. <laughs> Natty Bo. Like you could get... Uh, in the, I, remember, I remember in Centerfield, uh, they had another beer. And it was really bad. Black Label. Darling <laughs> ah. Black Label. That was the, <laughs> the stuff. And then cigarettes was always the sponsored thing. Cigarettes. Hmm. Marlboro Man sat in the middle. Like in most stadiums, Marlboro Man was out there. Hmm. Like dude was just out there chilling. <laughs> like, and it had the, usually the mobile one. Yeah. Sean says Whataburger. Where were you, Sean? Was that here? Whataburger's a Texas thing. Right. I was say he wasn't here. Because Mahomes is trying to get one to Kansas City. Hey, Patrick, build it. You have the money. <laughs> what? You'll make it back tomorrow. What are you doing? The Mahomes burger? If he owned the Mahomes water burger, he opened it in Kansas Like, what are you even doing? Like, if you have that much money, do what you want. If I was, <laughs> listen, if I wanted a water burger, you know what? I'm going to think about that. What's the one thing that I wish was in Lincoln, Nebraska, that I, I, I would just buy and eat on a regular basis? Austin, if there's any restaurant that you could build your own here in Lincoln, is there a restaurant that you would just – Whataburger makes sense. Yeah, In-N-Out's okay. Um, I kind of miss A&W. I want you know what you, you here's here's a low key thing that I love and I don't know if it exists here but if it doesn't uh I I'd, I'd like that and if it does my apologies Johnny Rockets No Johnny Rockets makes the best hamburger and milkshake hmm. and you can only find them in like shopping malls now I think there's one Mall of America up in Minneapolis Yeah Johnny Rockets Oh that's a jam Oh, Johnny Rockets is a thing. Yeah, that if, if I could do it, that that would be one. Okay, text line. You have the break um, to let us know what you would what you would do. He's, uh, folks are saying that Whataburger, it, uh, Casey has a Whataburger. Um, but yeah, what would be the thing you would bring and what's missing? But also, what was the thing that made you love? Like we talked about it. We've talked about the moments that made you love mm -hmm. Nebraska football. And what I was getting to was what you grew up and what were the memories based on? So, Austin, I'll ask you. Your first Husker basketball game live. What do you remember about it? We'll get that answer when we come back.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc.